everybody, Teresa Barnaby with a Flight of Your Life podcast. As I always start off in total gratitude that you are joining in uh, and listening and sharing your thoughts with me. Uh, always grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so the conversation tonight uh, is is coming from a conversation that I had this evening with a dear friend that I met when I was working at UPS and um, we're just like reconnecting more, but we've never really been disconnected, kind of like those kind of relationships. And I'm sure that you guys have those, you know, the people that you know are in your corner. You don't have to see them every day or talk to them every day, but when you do, it's like, oh, yeah, like you've never really been separated. Um, those kinds of friendships are priceless, aren't they? And, and 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 don't get me wrong, the friendships where you are in touch with people every day are are absolutely precious as well. Anybody that can be in your life every day uh, and still continue to want to be in your life every day, those are the people that uh, we're also extremely grateful for. And I, I would venture to say that you probably have a mix of those people that you're in constant contact with or, or very frequent contact. And then you have those people that you know, you just don't have to be in contact every day, but it's as if you've never left the relationship. And that's what it really is, right? You never really leave the relationship. Time or uh, geographic distance, you know, being apart, not being in communication. That's really not the, the crux of it, right? Uh, because time sometimes gets away from us and and distance is distancing, uh, but the relationship, how we know these people and how we embrace them in our lives, that's what makes the difference in those friendships, whether you're with them every day or very frequently, or if you're with them infrequently, the span of time or distance doesn't really matter when the relationship is the relationship right? The friendship, the sharing, the caring, the, you know, always having people in the back of your mind. And with things like Facebook, which I think is where Betsy and I reconnected, uh, you know, you, you live on the peripheral of people's lives when you're watching what they're doing on Facebook, what they're posting. Uh, and so it almost feels like we're connected anyway, because the internet has caused this great connectivity, huge connectivity vehicle. Uh, and we can resurrect relationships easier. Uh, but no matter how we go about doing it, it really is the, 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 the exchange of the friendship, the relationship that you have with people that, that doesn't really die. Uh, and that's... That's really cool. And, uh, and I'm grateful to each and every one of you that, that are in my life, uh, consistently or inconsistently. Uh, yeah, so I'm just giving gratitude. And for those of you that I haven't met yet or haven't talked to one-on-one, -on -one, I am grateful that you join in here. So thank you as well. So one of the things that, that I was talking to uh, my friend about tonight was this difference between a have to and a get to. Okay. And 
And so often, we it's very easy to default our words to, I have to. You know, I have to get up and go to work in the morning. I have to get my car washed. I have to go to the bank. I have to pay the bills. You know, whatever. And it becomes this have to. And when we use the words have to, it's almost like we're, we have this uh, obligation or we're forced to do something. I think maybe that's a better way that I envision uh, the words have to, is that it's like I am almost forced to do this against my own will. Like, oh, I have to get up early tomorrow morning. Well, you don't have to. You're not obligated to get up in the morning. As a matter of fact, there's some people who don't wake up in the morning. God forbid that's none of us. But, you know, we don't control that. God has a better plan. But when we have a choice, then are we really forced to do it? And that's where I work diligently at infusing get to instead of have to. See, because get to, in my mind, is that I have this opportunity I get to do, right? Which is totally different. So just say it. Just say, say the phrase, you know, like, I have to get up tomorrow morning and go to work. But change it up and say, I get to get up tomorrow morning and go to work. There's a totally different energy around the have to versus the get to. And when, when we can infuse the words get to uh, and replace have to with get to, the energy changes, the attitude changes, right? Because get to means I have a choice. Have to is like, seriously, I have to? I'm an adult. I don't want to have to do anything. And then some of you are probably sitting there saying, yeah, but Teresa, you know, there's certain things I just have to do. Like I have to go to work. I get that. I have to put gas in my car. I get that. But we also get to do that. Like I get to go to work. And, and to, to put my mind in the right place, I take myself back and say, when I agreed to that job, you know, for some of you, it's being an employee. For me, it's, it's uh, I owe my own businesses. But the minute I say to somebody, yes, I will do that, I will accept that, that job or that responsibility, just like somebody says, hey, we'd like to offer you a job at our place of business. Do you, will you accept it? And we say yes. The minute we say yes in an adult decision-making process, then we take responsibility for that yes. Make sense? So when, I, when I'm the one that made the decision and I said yes, then I get to. I get to fulfill what I said I would do. I get to experience doing the job. I get to experience the means to the end, right? So I took that job because I want it to be easier on, on me to make my house payment or my rent payment or my car payment or to put gas in the car. So there's an end result that I want and that end result is what caused me to say yes to the job. And because I said yes to the job, I get to do the job. 
And as I get to do the job, then I get the reward that comes from doing the job that makes it easier to make the house payment, the rent payment, the car payment. You with me? And sometimes, you know, it could just be semantics. And and it's okay if some of you are sitting there saying, Teresa, that's just semantics. But those words carry different energies. And in being sensitive to energy and attitude and mindset, for me, it's like we get to do this. And, you know, I don't want to go down the road like, like what we were told when we were growing up. Well, you know, some people don't have a job. I know I just said some people don't get to wake up in the morning. That's, that's more of a gratitude thing. You know, I don't have to, this is the example I gave the other day. I don't have to eat everything on my plate because there's starving people someplace else in the world, but I get to eat everything on my plate. And then I get to do something if I choose to do something about the hunger in the world. I know that sounds like a little bit of a stretch, but I've, I've said this before that once a mind has been stretched, it never goes back to its original size. So I just want to share that, that, you know, getting to do something as an adult is an opportunity and the ability to make the decision was an opportunity. And when we say yes to those opportunities, then we get to do what comes with that responsibility of fulfilling that obligation. You don't have to do anything. So, uh, let me, let me make it, uh, like this is the analogy I use in my head as well. You know, when I was growing up, I was told that I had to make my bed. You have to make your bed. You have to make your bed every morning. Well, I don't have to make my bed. My mom might've thought I had to make my bed, but I don't have to. Now, when I was a kid, if my mom said I had to, I probably should have, right? But as an adult, I'm like, oh, I have to make my bed. Do I have to? I don't have to. I don't make my bed every day. I get to make my bed. Why do I get to make my bed? Well, because it's a choice I make so that when I walk in my room, there's more of an order, right? When a bed's made, the room is more orderly. When the bed's not made, then the clothes go on the chair or on the dresser and, 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 and not making your bed wreaks other havoc in your bedroom. <laughs> if I, you know what I mean? Like it just gets messier and messier. But I can choose to make my bed or not. I get to make my bed. I don't have to. I remember I, I was telling uh, my friend Betsy this story. I said, you know, when I was a kid, I was pretty stubborn. I kind of still am, but I was really stubborn when I was a kid. And I remember that I would like lay in bed and I would think, I'm going to clean my room today. And I, I'm going to do such a good job. My mom's going to be so proud of me. And I'm going to surprise her because I cleaned my room. And I would get all excited about the fact that I made a decision. I get to clean my bedroom. And then there'd be a knock on the door. And my mom would say, uh, I don't know why, but my mom used to call me Susie. <laughs> and, uh, and she would say, it was, or Suze. And, and she would say, hey, Suze, come on, it's time to get up. Uh, you have to clean your room today. And the minute she would say, you have to clean your room, even though seconds before that, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to clean my room, make her so proud. The minute she said, 
you have to clean your room. I was like, Mm-mm. no, I'm not going to. Now that's stubborn and I get it. But if I was left to my own accord, I would have cleaned that room in an attitude of, I get to clean my room and I get to surprise my mom and I get to get the recognition for her being proud of me for cleaning my room. But the minute she says I have to, I'm like, "Mm -mm, you just took all the fun out of it because now there's no surprise. Now I, now it's a, it's a, it's a something that I'm being forced to do, not something that I chose to do. And I would like dig my heels in and rebel on that one. That's the kind of energy that I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's more exciting when we say, I get to do this than when we sit and we say, I have to. Even though there are certain things that need to be done. I, I get that. I'm going to keep saying get, and I don't, I'm, I guess I'm using it in two different ways. I get it, like I get what you could be thinking. And at the same time, it's like we get to do things to fulfill the adult decisions that we make. Even if it's the job, even if it's making the bed, making dinner, washing the car, whatever it happens to be. Because when we make the decision, we don't have to do anything. We made the decision, and because we made the decision, we get to fulfill that responsibility. I hope that makes sense. It's, it is a play on words, and I get it, but the energy, I'm going to say this again, the energy that's be behind those words and those phrases, just practice it. Like catch yourself when you hear yourself saying, I have to. Just stop and just practice replacing it with get to and see if there's an energy shift or an attitude change. And then how much more exciting it is to get to do that versus oh, I have to do that. Uh, just practice it, play with it, and then, and then let me know how it feels when you, when you make the shift a little bit. And it's a little bit at a time because it's a practice. So if our knee-jerk reaction has always been, oh, I have to, I have to go to the grocery store. That's another one. I have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to. Earlier today, we were eating lunch and, and nobody went to the grocery store, but boy, the things we got to make because they were already in the house. It's like, well, look what I get to use. Let's, what can I make out of this? Let's, let's concoct whatever we have in the food. I mean, in the refrigerator, because I don't have to go to the grocery store. When I choose to, I get to go. And if I don't go to the grocery store, I get to figure out what I have in the house to use. I don't know. I know that's kind of a stretch, but I'm telling you, I can laugh about getting to make a lunch from whatever we have versus, oh my God, you mean I have to like get dressed and go to the grocery store? No, let's just order pizza. No, let's not. Or we can say, okay, let's. Then it's I get to order pizza, and I get to enjoy that pizza. Anyway, I'm going to quit rambling because I think you probably get it, and you're probably done listening to to my rant. Uh, And so what I know is that you get to listen to this podcast, and I get the honor of you listening to this podcast, and I'm very grateful for that.
because here's what I know. You don't have to. You choose to. And for you choosing to spend, and I've said this before, for you choosing to spend your valuable time with me uh, on these little mini rants, I am so grateful and appreciative of your time because I know you don't have to. You choose to. And when you choose to, you get to. And that's the whole point of today. So I guess I could have said this podcast in about two and a half minutes. Uh, So I'll remember that tomorrow (laughs) Uh, when I do tomorrow's podcast. I'll keep it really short, sweet, simple, and not repeat myself 10 times thinking that if I just said it a different way, somebody would hear it differently and would get it. And then if you get it and you get to practice it and use it, that, you know, your day becomes easier, better. I don't know. And I, and I'm, look at me, I'm still ranting because I'm kind of excited about it and I'm sitting here laughing at myself. So I'm going to sign off and I'm going to, in typical fashion, wish you a ton of peace and uh, go enjoy what you get to do. And uh, I'll catch you on the flip side. Teresa Barnaby with the flight of your life signing off. Thank you.